Welcome to the Ruby Slipper Podcast. You have everything inside you to live your life on purpose. Just click your heels, step into your Ruby Slippers and head home to yourself. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Ruby Slipper Podcast. I am Rosie, your host. Thank you so much for joining me, for being with me today and for allowing me to spend a small amount of your day in your ears. I am so grateful for that. I really appreciate it. And I hope you get a lot of value out of today's episode. I'm so excited to introduce to you our guest today. Her name is Janella Purcell. And there would already be some of you going, oh my gosh, yes, she's quite well known. So she's a nutritionist, naturopath and a herbalist with over 20 years of clinical experience. She's the author of four best-selling books on natural healing. She is best known as a passionate whole food chef working on programs such as Good Chef, Bad Chef, The Biggest Loser and along with doing regular spots on morning TV. So Janella, welcome to the Ruby Sleeper podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm pretty excited to be going down the yellow brick road with you. <laughs> oh, I love it. Got your ruby slippers on? Always. <laughs> so I was talking to you before we started recording about the whole theme around this, around purpose and everything like that. So can you tell our listeners, tell the people listening, what what life was like for you before you discovered your purpose? Well, Rosie, that would have to be the last lifetime because – I pretty much came into this world knowing exactly what I wanted to do and I've been doing it ever since. That's, I'm kind yeah. of one of those really lucky ones. No, you know what? Well, I've um I've just recently finished reading Helen Jacobs' book. I think you already know. I don't know if you've heard of oh, her. Oh, no, I haven't. Yeah. No. Um, but it's, it's quite spiritual and she talks about different – uh, soul levels, I guess. And she said, you know, those people that come in and they're in the world and they just know what they're doing. She's like, and all the saying they've been here before. Mm. She's like, that's that, me. Yeah. I've been told that my whole life. And I've actually just had a reading and Ayurvedic reading that I've got a balsamic moon, which means this is a wrapping up lifetime. And I've come in with lifetimes of wisdom. I mean, isn't it nice that yesterday I don't think I was feeling like that, but <laughs> you know, every day is different, but I, it was very strong what I needed to do. And there was a lot of objection, obviously. I mean, I'm a woman and I was born in the 60s and there's cultural conditioning and societal mm. expectations and all of that stuff. And so there was guilt, you know, a lot of guilt that I should be doing this, I should be doing that and really torn. I mean, that's our mask, right? Our shadow, that all that stuff that you get told isn't okay about you. You shove that in the corner and that's when we kind of have, you know, midlife crisis around 40, 50. But luckily my parents, were really on my side and they could see who I was. I mean, they wanted me to do law or medicine and that was a lot of fights. So you're smart, you should be doing that because, you know, everyone that is smart, they think should do law or medicine. And I did work experience in a law firm in year 10 and went, oh, I almost, I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. So they supported me, you know, probably by the time I started naturopathy, which was in my mid-20s because I was still fighting with myself about, you know, I was cooking and I was healing and I was growing herbs and I was doing it, but I didn't actually own it. But then once I did, I was like, oh, my God, this is so what this was is that, it. This is- what was that like The when you're talking about you were fighting it? So what? Yeah. just describe that. What was that like to go through that? Angry, resentful, guilty, annoyed. Annoyed that um, nobody else understood. I mean, this might – I don't know if it was arrogant, but I came in – 
with this whole food is medicine thing, that food is really healing and we should eat the food around us and our body, mind and spirit dictate our health, not just not just what we eat, but, you know, so many different things. And nobody, I mean, I grew up in Brisbane. And so people, I, don't, I mean, I think the whole planet really, well, Western world was like that. They didn't put together food and emotions with health. Mm. And I just kind of had this fundamental understanding of it. So that was frustrating, trying to navigate that because I, when I first started on TV, I remember the host of the Today Show at the time was out the back having TV, and he said to me, laughing, so you think that food has something to do with your health? <laughs> and I just looked at him and went, what, is this a trick question? Like, I didn't, and he, so it was frustrating. And I got that everywhere. And TV is, you know, it's a boys club, especially back when I started in the mm. early, like 2001, and the Packers owned it still. So it was a boys club. And here I was all bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and, you know, I really want to teach people that. And I was like, yeah, whatever. So it was kind of like I was frustrated about people that didn't get it. But it didn't, I didn't ever question myself about this. And I think it was because it wasn't my own art. Like if I was painting, like my sister's a painter, so I get that, you know, putting your painting or your writing or your work out there, you know, you're vulnerable. But I felt like this was a message coming, like I had taken it, this information, like I'd signed up for that before I was born and went, that is my job, that is what I'm doing. So I kind of felt like you guys just need to catch up because this is real info that I'm getting out there. So I think it was a frustration actually more than anything. Yeah, and it's kind of like you're in the position now where you're sitting back and you're that, I can just see a meme. I've got a meme picture in my head going, yep, told you. You know, yeah, but, you know, the spiritual side of me goes, oh, I can't. But, yes, my ego (laughs) wants to do that. (laughs) It really does. But I look at it now, what's going on, and yes, I started the whole foods movement in media and, you know, in Australia, and I'm really proud of that, and I feel like that was my absolute mission to do, but now I'm looking at it, and it's everywhere, right? Like, Mm. everybody's selling some kind of well-being package or online course or food or coconut or cacao or whatever. Now I'm just as frustrated because it's not just about food. It's not just about food. It's about mm. how you eat, how you feel when you eat. It's about living in a bad relationship with a bully boss or, you know, holding some transgenerational trauma from parents who were in the Holocaust. Or, I mean, there's just so much more to our well-being and our, and our vibration than food. But Absolutely. People just are like, I eat organic food and I do this and so I should be well. Why aren't I? I'm like, yeah, well, we need to address the other 11 yeah. That is in your life. <laughs> it's not just one. But still, you know, it's that mentality. Where's the magic pill? Oh, if I eat well. Exactly. If I eat mm-hmm. well, then that will be it. And people are still – it's not as foreign, but there are still so many people struggling to grasp the – it's a lifestyle thing. It's not a one-choice thing. It's yeah, a lifestyle totally. and, a, and incorporating all of it and always being open to learn. Well, I think we've been spoiled. Since modern medicine, you know, 150 years ago, there are magic pills mm. on the surface. So they're symptom relief, right? So we're used to just popping a pill. Instead of going and foraging some wild herbs, bring up that lavender or peppermint or whatever, making a tea out of it, looking at the other lifestyle factors that gave you that headache. Maybe I didn't drink enough water. Maybe I had a fight with my partner, whatever. But we're so spoiled and we're, it's all about instant gratification. It's Absolutely. not about looking deeper at the roots. And if you don't look at a health problem from the roots, 
then they're just like weeds. They're going to just keep popping up again totally. instead of actually getting to the root of the problem. But you know what? It's a struggle getting people to look at it because it's we're busy and there's too much to do. It's like, oh, there's just one more thing I have to do. It's like, well, I'll get used to that extra then. Want more tools to help you live your purpose daily? Don't leave your ruby slippers on the shelf. Click your heels at www.rosynerney.com and check out her free online course now. So how do you <laughs> how do you stay in alignment? I mean, because you're obviously you've got a lot on your plate as well. You're you're very successful in your career. So how do you stay in alignment and take care of yourself? even though you have all those other things because people will listen to this and go, oh, that's okay for her because blah, 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 blah. And then it's not until you see someone else that has got all the same stuff on your plate, on their plate as you do, but they're still doing life on purpose and you're not. And then it's like, oh, I can't use that as an excuse anymore. So what do you do to make sure that you are always operating operating in alignment with what is true for you? Okay, there's kind of, there's a few answers there. One is I had a full adrenal collapse in 2014, 2015, because I was, so hell-bent on peeling the world on my own and just doing way too much. I just, I could it. I mean, I've got my south node. I don't know if people, some people might know astrology, but my south node is in Libra and I've got so many planets in Libra in the 12th house. So it's all about service to other people. It's all about giving to other people and forgetting your own needs. So I was already that way inclined anyway that, I can sense what people need before they do, but that wasn't good for me. So I had a miscarriage at 44, 44, and then went crash, which is what my latest book, Your 40 Day Transformation, is about with Hay House. So that's my fifth book, and this one was written, it's almost a memoir because it's like what not to do. I gave to the point of exhaustion and then collapsed and went into a heap. I mean depression, could hardly move. I mean, I could have probably not made it through if I didn't really watch myself. I was that sick. Yeah, wow. And the whole time I was going, oh, something has to be, something good has to come out of this, and I have to be able to help other people. And then since I've written that book, the 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 feedback is like it makes you weak. People are like, I think I was reading about my own life story. Because wow. so many women, and we've been brought up to think we look after other people and we don't get our own needs met, and that's I mean, it's glorified to be a a woman that's capable without any of her needs. Like people go, yay, good on you, so sweet. Like, no, that's actually really not healthy. So when I crashed, I really had to reevaluate everything. So I really slowed down. I stopped telly. That was a big thing because I was always on a plane. And my career on television was, you know, going up, up, up. And my, you know, my brand was, but that all crashed. So then my ego had to really look at myself and go, who am I if... I'm not giving. Why would anyone like me if I'm not giving? And they're pretty scary, awful, hard questions to ask yourself. I mean, it's the night of the dark soul, but I went there. Mm. And I'm just out of it, actually. It's been, you know, four or five years, and I just feel really great again now. So um, how do I do it all and keep it all going? I don't, and I crashed, but I'm never going to go there again. Mm. I'm never doing that again. Thanks for being part of our purpose. The Ruby Slipper podcast is kept ad-free so we don't annoy the shit out of you with ads. If you'd like to keep it that way and receive exclusive gifts from Rosie, please click on the Patreon link, which you can find in the show notes or at rosynerney.com. This is not an ad. 
So now I do, I don't travel to Sydney to my um, clinic. I stock um, clinic in Sydney and in Brisbane and Melbourne and I only do Zoom. And I've got a cottage on my property that I do retreats in one-on-one. So I do things from home that I love now. And I make, and I really make it a priority not to feel guilty if I'm not going full ball from the second I wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. Because that was a big issue for me. Because I was always praised and loved for being so helpful and doing things and, you know, not listening to yourself. So I don't do that now. I med- I started Transcendental Meditation for TM, or Ved- Vedic Meditation, got yeah. a mantra. I do that every day. I love Insight Timer. Yeah, I'm I go on to that bed early. Uh, yeah, and I put in, like, recently I was doing some inner child work because she got really pissed off with me and left, apparently, <laughs> when I went through. Oh, this kinesiologist told me that. I went, how can your inner child leave? It's me. And she went, well, she has. And I went, Jesus. <laughs> I've been using insight timer for inner child work because I put everybody else before her. Mm. So it's really, I mean, my spirituality was there, or I can't remember it not being there, but now it's really, really deepened and I really have noticed, you know, the messages are stronger, my dreams are stronger, my visions about what I want to do for the future are stronger. So I, I just slowed right down and, actually really developed my self-worth that's what it was about because I looked when I went through the crash it was I my self-worth is shit I actually Mm. don't feel like I'm worthy as a person if I'm not giving that's just crazy right but so many people resonate with that but the tears that I have from people feedback on this book I thought that was just me like yeah I think it might be a female thing yeah I was gonna say that yeah yeah. definitely definitely because I think it's part of yeah being a woman is it's in us to want to give and serve and nurture mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So when we just keep going and going and going and doing and doing, it's, it is, it's fueling us. But when we operate from very like masculine energy where mm-hmm. we're like operating chaotically, then we start to shut down. So it's coming back into that balance, which it sounds like you're doing beautifully. I, I'm pretty proud of myself. Don't think it's been easy. It's really, really hard. It's really hard. And I can see why a lot of people don't do it. You know, I've kind of gone, yeah, you know, I'm a double Scorpio, so I don't mind looking at the dark. I go in there and go, okay, what's in here that I don't need anymore and what am I taking forward? It's constant. But then, but like, what's the what alternative? If, you're, if oh, you don't death. do it, what's the alternative? Death. You know, death. so even so, though it is hard, it's still it's still worth pushing I, through. I could not live an inauthentic life. Mm. I never could. And some of my school friends even have said to me recently, you were like this when you were in grade one. Yeah. Like, was I? Like, they're <sighs> like, you were asking questions about existential things and about the divine. I went, was I? So I just, and my sisters and my family tell me that you've always been a little bit different. Wow. And, you know, and that's fine, you know, because, because that's how things change, right? That's what happens in revolutions and in cultural revolutions is people like, you know, George Harrison or, you know, you can look at them like Maya Angelou or Virginia Woolf or who, not that I'm putting myself in the same yeah. league, but people who people think are odd, they're making change and then it yeah. becomes, then it becomes normal and natural. They're just ahead of the so time. Someone, yeah. You know, and when I was going through this, what really helped me was Brené Brown's book, Braving the Wilderness. That oh, saved my life. Yeah, I'm hearing you. Oh, yep. I, she just went, don't think of yourself as alone out there. Think about the other 
you know, people who were making change who were out there with you and yeah. kind of vibe into their energy. And that was like, oh, my God, that was really good. But I love her. We're born on the same day. Actually, totally. Renee Brown. Totally, yeah, totally. Really great book. So, so the, well, the alternative is nothing. I couldn't, I couldn't live. I was living an inauthentic life, I think, by not getting my needs met. And absolutely. that's why I crash. Absolutely. But now I feel free. I have a, I feel really free in myself and, and I don't feel like I've been put on this earth to be everybody's little minion, which that's is what I felt so like I good. was before. So if you could leave mm. our listeners with one little nugget of advice on what they could do to live more in alignment with their purpose and wear their ruby, sh- ruby slippers every day, what would it be? You know, it's cliche, but you have to listen to your heart. It's just so obvious instead of the brain, which is what the patriarch has, patriarchal society has told us to do. And that gets us women into trouble. We need to listen with our heart and go and actually do what we need to do. And I read this Eleanor Roosevelt quote the other day and it said, do what you feel in your heart to be true because you'll be criticized for it anyway. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's bloody great. You know, like really listen to yourself, but that requires stillness and not listening with your head. Just listen to inside of your body. And there's heaps of tools we can use to help us get there now. Really listen to your heart and what your purpose is and what gives you joy and happiness because that is where your life's purpose is. And that's full stop. Thank you so much for being here. Such amazing words of wisdom. I'm so grateful for your time. Thank you for sharing with everyone. And if oh, anyone, I loved it. thank you, Rosie. I'm so glad. And where can people find you if they want to come and check you out? JanellaPurcell.com. Thank yep. you so much. <laughs> and to everyone that's tuned in, make sure you go and share it on your socials. Tag myself and Janella in it, and we will come and say hi. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you for sharing this time with us, and I will see you next time on the next episode of the Ruby Slipper Podcast. Rosie loves kicking up her heels in her ruby slippers. To help her with her purpose, rate and review us wherever you listen.